Hello and welcome to Apple Chat, the show where two best friends exchange their thoughts on a movie or a video game or some other work. And sometimes we play audio clips and music and stuff. But today is a different kind of episode. Today, you're listening to Apple Chat off script, where we're going to be talking about other stuff. I'm joined by a guest today in the studio with me, sitting right across the table. Uh, I've got Justin, aka Cooch Boy. How you doing this What's morning? What's up, y'all? I'm doing all right. Then. Are, you, are you enjoying? You. Are you enjoying that coffee over there? I am enjoying this coffee over here. Uh, it's made a little differently because we've got like this fancy like gas station press. Uh, you know, like empty fuel gauge uh, thing going on, <laughs> but uh, but like usually, really cool. usually gas station and good coffee aren't don't go together in the same sentence. No, no, excuse me, gas gauge, not a gas, gas gauge. Station. Right, 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 right. Um, yes, what what Koosh Boy is referring to is my coffee machine that I have here at my apartment. Yes. has the way it tells you how much coffee is has been made is it has kind of an empty so full it basically gauge. looks exactly like your gas gauge in your car yeah uh, but what's really special about this episode of apple chat off script is cooch boy and i are actually in the same room yes we are both in the same room in ben's apartment and uh and we're drinking the, like coffee from the same machine and, and really what's going on here is we're testing out the new setup for affable chat because i got some equipment that makes it possible for multiple people to oh, record in the same place. Affable Chat has evolved to the next level. Yes, and, and, and this is the test run. If you've uh, if you've been a listener for a while or ever listened before, it's most likely you've listened to an episode where everyone involved was on the internet together, uh, talking on Google Hangouts. Yes. So this, I think, is a better podcasting situation talking to each other across the table and hopefully it'll lead to more natural conversation it should lead to more natural conversation although i do want to play devil's advocate um and i just get and i'm just going to bring it up because i know that our infinity war crossover where we all were on the podcast all on the internet um that was kind of like we kind of had to be on the internet for that one I'm i don't know saying, dude there's podcast studios out there that have that many microphones you know if we okay, could all be in the same fair. place well yeah to see like can we all be in the same place so, so what he's referring to is we did an episode about avengers infinity war we did where we had nine Everybody. guests yes like all of our nine. friends nine total people uh, yeah nine total people in the podcast all at once we were on the internet we we're all in our like apartments or homes it's definitely better when we're in the same room because like right now like being able to like look at you ben and like converse is way better than like being on the internet yeah yeah also yeah. um and this is just for my like personal dig uh this microphone is way better than the one i was using last time oh so. yeah 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 so uh, that's part of the thing too is when you want to have interesting guests on the podcast it doesn't necessarily not every single interesting guest is also interested in podcasting yeah so they're not experts on how to set up a mic and make sure that the background noise isn't right isn't there. i mean People who have the equipment hardly, like, I, I don't even consider myself an expert, you know? I'm constantly wrestling with the equipment to try to get the best sound. But yet, so. like, you've evolved and, like, you have all this, like, awesome tools now. Yes, and this new setup hopefully will allow for just me to wrestle with that stuff and my guests can just come in and have a seat. So that's what we're going to try out today, um, Cooch Boy, while we're enjoying our coffee. And and so, what do you think? What what do you? Uh, I thought when you said gas station, you were describing the taste oh, of the coffee. Oh no 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 no! But no, hold no. on, what do you think? What do you think of my coffee? I think your coffee's pretty good. Um, I mean, I'm on this diet, so I just have to drink it black. And like, oh, I drink black it black coffee. all the time. This is actually what I wanted to talk to you about. That's why I'm bringing up coffee, is because it's something that I oh, nice sip right into the mic too. Oh, do you, sorry. you people at home get that? Hold on, I'm gonna give him one too. Sorry about that. <sighs> We have to just kind of tell you just how good this coffee is, giving you the uh, complimentary sip. Okay, yeah. But it's actually not that good of coffee. It's just like the ground up uh, Dunkin' Donuts bag you can yeah. buy at the grocery store. But I also drink my coffee black because I work in an office. I started drinking coffee when I started interning for this company, actually, and they had coffee in the office. And I started drinking it every day, tw like twice a day, pretty much. And if you're pouring sugar and milk, and mostly sugar is what I'm concerned about. But both of those things into your coffee and you're drinking it twice a day, every day. Yeah. Boy, you're trading, you're trading sugar packets some, for mm -hmm. years of your life. Um, yeah. Maybe that's a drastic way to put it. but It's kind of drastic, but I st it's, the point is still there. Well, yeah, it's just unhealthy. So It is unhealthy. Like, I, you drink it twice a day. I weaned myself off of coffee and, or of sugar and milk 
to the point where I got to it drinking it black every day. It was just a little less sugar and a little less milk every single day until I got to black coffee. And now I, I genuinely enjoy black coffee. It's not I'm not drinking it like it's some sort of dessert drink, but right. it's pretty good. Um, as my situation is a little different. I started my junior year of college with you and Anthony. And I had, so the first time, I guess like the first time I had coffee, I had Bailey's in it. So like I was already, uh, the, uh, wait, the first time you had coffee, it had Bailey's in it. Uh, I mean the first time we were like enjoyed coffee. Yeah. And Bailey's in it because it was with <laughs> Anthony and Sam and they were all about the like, Hey, um, it's Saturday morning. We're about to go to this game. Let's get just as fucked up as possible. So, um, and I was like, well, what's like the morning procedure, I guess. And I don't know where you were at. I think you might have been just like. Not sleeping. important, dude. It's, but, it just... um, Anthony, Sam, and I was like, you know, made coffee. And they were like, all right, let's put some Baileys in it. And I was like, all right, I never had Baileys before. What, what an it? intro to coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would impact what you feel like coffee yeah, does oh, to you. Yeah, so like. Um, you know, I like coffee, but it just gets me too drunk, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how the rest of y'all do this every morning. Yeah, no. Well, like. Is that guy driving? <laughs> Is that guy drinking coffee while he's driving? Could you imagine, you imagine if, it? like, coffee was alcoholic? <laughs> they were all, like, everyone's, like, having coffee, quote-unquote. No, just like, how bizarre you'd think the world would be if you thought everyone else was drinking alcoholic. <laughs> like, every time they are drinking, like... Yeah, no one, like, discerned the truth to me, so, yeah, like, no, You just never drink it after that? So, you, you drive by, you know, you're going on your morning commute, you drive by Starbucks, and you see, <laughs> you see the line is circling the building. It's like, dude, these Americans are all such alcoholics, dude. Yeah, what Can't you- go one morning without Without getting your fix can't what a bunch of alcoholic nut jobs yeah. like oh it definitely puts a new spin on like coyote coffee and like it Starbucks. definitely puts a new spin on the whole because the, there's the choice to be made uh for people who work a job where caffeine ends up being, oh yeah I, I don't know if it's I, w- I wouldn't say necessary i know people who work in an office who don't drink coffee uh, yeah. at all but you can get your caffeine in other ways you That's can drink true. monster energy drinks or or other you know, listen, t- tall you cans can, of caffeine. Listen, but the thing is, though, is that coffee actually like does have health benefits to a point, and Monster Energy drinks are like basically sugar in a can. Yes. You know, do you want to like with caffeine? It, ca- it does. Have, but like, but here's what I'm saying. Like, the thing about coffee, as far as I'm concerned, is there. It depends on what study you look at. There are studies that say that coffee prevents cancer. There are coffees that are there are coffees there. Are, are studies that say that coffee causes cancer. There are studies that say that wine, like a glass of wine after dinner, will cause cancer, or a glass of wine after uh, dinner will prevent cancer. There's all these things that say it's bad and it's good. It's for me, it's just a wash. You know, it's just another thing. I can't say that I've ever heard of them causing cancer, but I do say hey, get, on, get up on the mic. Get on. I'm sorry. Mic. Um, I can't say I've ever heard them getting cancer, but I can say that they like. I've heard that they've been linked to like heart issues and like diabetes. Sure, sure. But in my experience, like drinking like just black coffee or tea, which I guess we're getting off this huge tangent how I, you know, got to black coffee. But um, to me, in my experience, like drinking black coffee and like having like some wine, usually a red wine, usually the white wines are like the dessert wine. So they're just not, you know, that's like the alcohol, you know, that's like we're getting drunk. But like red wine once in a while is actually good for you. Yeah, but it, what is good for you, right? Everything is, has That's context. Also true. Um, Everything has like context and like you have to kind of, um, and I've had to learn a lot about that because of this diet. So, sure, um, sure. But, but, in any case, get to wrap up back to the other thing we're talking about. Well, just to, um, well, let me put a cap on just this part of it is you just got to, you just got to do what you got to do. I mean, there's some things that mm-hmm. are obviously bad for you, like smoking cigarettes. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't care what kind of evidence you come with me that smoking cigarettes like calms you down or whatever like the negatives outweigh the positives there yeah for coffee at least black coffee in my in my eyes it's kind of it's a wash you know if you want it do it just anything in excess is going to be bad for you so watch out but coffee for the most part i think is safe i think black coffee is like i'm not going to drink coffee and expect health benefits but at the same time i'm not going to expect anything super detrimental I feel like you could get some benefits out of just like straight black coffee with nothing in it. Um, well, it's not nothing. It's got caffeine. It's got caffeine, but it also has like it boosts your metabolism. Like it helps your, you know. Okay, it does boost your metabolism. It does help also, your cholesterol. Dude, dude, coffee makes you poop. Oh, uh, for that's sure. True. Makes I, you uh, go to the bathroom. That's for sure. Dude, and that was such a problem in my old office in Oklahoma. There were not that many stalls in the oh, bathroom. Oh, that's rough. And. Because of like the the makeup of the industry, like if you're working yeah. in tech, there are 
a lot more guys than girls. Uh, mm-hmm. That's just the reality of it at this time. At this time. And <laughs> it would suck when you're drinking mad coffee, and so is everyone else, and the stalls fill up quick. We had two stalls on our floor. That's rough. Two. And now, now that I moved to South Carolina, the land of the, the plenty. <laughs> There's way more stalls. It's actually really great. It's really improved my workplace situation. We, at my company, we had a different situation where we only had two stalls and we had like 500 people in like the actual building. And And two stalls? Pretty much for the guys. Oh my God. 500 people? So, okay, it wasn't like 500 people. It was more like um, we had five people, like 100 people total, but like I I worked like the swing shift. So for me, it was only like, you know, maybe 250 people. Oh, okay. So, only 250 like, people for two stalls. But yeah. So, um, so did, like, but hold on. Did you say, did you, uh, does coffee make you poop? No, coffee actually makes me pee. So I don't really have uh, like. It makes me pee too, but. Because um, caffeine, I think, makes me pee. Because the same thing happens when I drink a lot of soda. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome um, back to the pee pee poo poo podcast <laughs> featuring Cooch <Okay>. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> but to get back to talking about your coffee habits um, after you started with alcoholic coffee after i started with alcoholic when did you coffee, start drinking normal coffee um after that um i just usually had creamer in my coffee no added sugar no like milk but yeah but what's creamer. the what's the habit here are you starting at home are you brewing it yourself or are you going to starbucks oh i guess i like got starbucks a little bit just to like like okay let me have like actual coffee what you, then, you were just like i'm craving some coffee let me go to starbucks or was it no it was just like i was really like i already have like sleeping issues but um i and i thought it was just because like i wasn't drinking coffee i was like okay my senior year of uh, college i had to like start drinking coffee because i had to get you up made early. it all the way to senior, senior year without drinking coffee without drinking coffee on regular basis yeah because yeah. i was just drink coffee with you guys yeah because i thought you know like oh if we're just gonna have baileys and i'm just gonna get you know right. hammered. well yeah because at this point you're still thinking alcoholic or coffee is always alcoholic but i <laughs> not like always alcoholic, right right but, but like that's how you'd experienced it i was kind of the same way in college uh, outside of that internship I had where I had access to coffee every day. It was literally just there in the office. I d- didn't really drink coffee because coffee, it can be expensive unless you're making it at home. Yeah, that's why in my senior year when I was like, you know what? I just need to have coffee just because like I have to work a job. I got school shit to do. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't have a choice. It's I had to nice. just get coffee. I've, um, uh, I've talked a- about this with uh, a, long, a long time ago on the podcast, but it's great that as a society, we have decided that coffee or um, not nicotine. What's the caffeine? caffeine. <laughs> We've decided that caffeine is okay. It's okay to do drugs at work as long as it's caffeine. Yeah, because caffeine can keep you awake. Like that's the... Uh- that's the thing. You can work longer. You can fight longer. Oh, there's, there's you got plenty of drugs that can keep you awake. That's true. <laughs> okay, but those are illegal. Well, sure. And yeah, caffeine is legal. So yeah, it definitely has that going for it. But uh, it, it is nice. I'm glad that we have it because, I mean, you ever drank caffeine to the point where you feel high? Yes. Where you're just actually. like, whoa, I am yeah, buzzing I'm, right now. Yeah, no, that's happened to me. So... um. I had a coffee maker in my, it was a little K-cup thing, but I had a, you know, coffee maker in my apartment my senior year. And I was like, you know what? I got to start drinking coffee. Otherwise, I'm not going to survive. So I started having some coffee with creamer. And that's probably how I packed on a couple pounds because I had like two cups a day and I'd like, you know, pour like a thing of creamer in for a second and, you know, stir it up. And I just, I just chugged it. That's usually how I like drink You chugged your coffee? Pretty much. I mean, like I, like I still do it sometimes, but like. You know, I had to like get up for like a, I had a job. I had senior year of college to go through. Like, um, I just was like, you know what? I have X amount of time in the morning. And I yeah. want to do X amount of things. So either I can sit here and enjoy this coffee and not do anything else, or I can just chug it and get on with it. Here, get up on the mic a little bit. Sorry. Um, but also, it, that's one thing. I know we're really getting nuanced on our coffee conversation here, but that's one thing I do miss about mixing creamer with my coffee is it cools it off yes. a lot faster because now... When I'm looking for a cup of coffee, I'm like, I, w- I think I want a cup of coffee in like 15 minutes. That's when yeah, I'll make it. see. Because once it's brewed, I have to let it cool. I don't like drinking piping hot. Yeah, so that's the thing with me is that I don't necessarily like drinking hot black coffee. Now, like for me, I got to wait till like my like coffee cools down a little before I can start sipping it. That's actually, Um, and again, this might be outdated fake news, but I do remember listening to NPR talk about the effects of long-term effects of drinking coffee. Mm -hmm. And they said the most dangerous thing about drinking coffee frequently is if you drink it piping hot 
you can damage the interior of your mouth. Yeah, because, because you're pouring you're... hot liquids in there all the t- like on yeah. a daily basis. So watch out for that. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and segue from yeah, we'll some segue. coffee. We've talked about yeah. coffee for long enough. Fair enough. So I listen to podcasts a lot. I listen to music a lot. Sure. And especially in my car, I'll be doing this. Yeah. And naturally. sometimes, especially with a podcast, when I park my car, I'm not at a really a stopping point yet like sure. sometimes i'm about to go into my uh, like walk from my car to my apartment sure is it rude do you think it's rude to play your phone out loud in a public space when you're like walking between your car and the place you're going um i mean i guess i mean i guess it's a little more like contextual in the sense that like you know if you're like on your way to the beach you know what i mean you're going from like your car to the beach and you're just gonna like sit there kind of you know? Wait, wait kind of what? Um, I feel like it'd be kind of rude in the For, sense... Going to the beach would be kind of rude? People play music out loud on the beach all the time. Yeah, but like, listen, if I'm going to the beach, I'm not there to listen to uh, whatever the hell you got going on. I'm there to get like my zen on and like listen to the waves or listen to whatever I've got going on. And I've got like my headphones. But I think if you're like Dude, walking was the last from time you went to the beach? People were playing speakers all the time it's on been the too beach. too long. Last time I was on the beach, we had a speaker. Were we being rude, do you think? No, I mean, it also depends on, like, how packed the beach is. You know what I mean? If you got, like, people, like, right next to you, then, like, yeah. But if it's, you got, you know, got some space, then, like, no, okay. you're fine. Okay. Um, but hold on. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about the beach. Yeah, I'm we're talking, talking about... from, your, like, from your car to, like, your office. I, guess I think the... that's fine. Well, sure. Uh, or even from my car to my apartment. Oh, that's also fine. But I guess you're right. It is all about the context, you know? Because if I'm walking from my car to my apartment, maybe there's not even anyone else outside. Yeah, exactly. You know? they, don't like, they don't care. Like, imagine walking from your car to your apartment and having somebody, like, duck their head out of the door and be like, hey, turn that podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> You're being too loud at that, that yeah, podcast. That's true. Like, so I feel like from your car to your apartment or, like, from your car to the office probably, like, doesn't matter. Also, it depends on the time. So, like, for example, I work... Uh, late shift and when i get home it's very late so like the rest of my house is asleep so i can't like have my phone like blasting a music or right, podcast right. or whatever when i'm coming in because i don't want to wake anybody up right um so it's, it's just more about context but i think like if you're doing it from like your car to your office or like your car to like your house you're fine fair enough and, I'll, I'll try to keep that in mind i always feel embarrassed playing my music out loud yeah well like that's because like um you don't want like to the world to like you know uh, know what you're doing kinda, yeah you kind of you know you can keep it to yourself and that's like one of the cool things about listening to a podcast is that it gets a little like personal you know i mean you can Ooh. just listen you can listen to it and just be a part of the conversation without like being quote unquote in the conversation just because it's only you listening to it right right and you well, have that sense of not like maybe you ever listen to podcasts with somebody else yeah i've listened to podcasts with other people really i i, I have but rarely usually it's something that because when there's a conversation going on in the podcast, it might spark a conversation between you and the person in the room, and then suddenly there's two conversations, you know? Yeah, that gets a little rough, though, because, like, um, I know, like, so I know uh, a buddy and I listened to some episodes of Affable Chat, and that's one of the, th- like, hard things. Oh, I love me. that podcast. I know, same, right? <laughs> um, that's what, like, I will say, though, that's one of the hard things, though, about listening to the podcast. Hold on, hold on. Get up on the mic a little bit more. Um, this is one of the hard things about listening to the podcast is because as, like, one of your best friends, I always have, like, something to, like, say or input, but I can't because yeah, it's yeah. recorded already. So it's just rough to, like, um, put some, like, input in unless I call that hotline. Yeah, actually, okay, fine. This is a good time to plug the hotline, then. Uh, if you ever feel like... Uh, Cooch Boy does when he's listening to Apple Chat and feels like he wants to have some input. This is actually a great, great time to plug this. Uh, we do have a phone number that we've been plugging on all our most recent episodes. Yeah, that's right, y'all. That's 833-600-CHAT. Once again, that's 833-600-2428. What, were you trying to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have the phone number in front of me. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'll do the plug. I'll do the plug. Uh, but you can basically call in and say whatever you want, and we'll play it on the future episode. So far, we've pretty much used all of them. All the ones that people actually said something, we're playing them on the air. So, oh yeah, you call can that call number. In, you can call in and say anything. Yeah. Um, and they'll they'll you know they take all sorts of requests. Yeah, no pressure. You get as many tries as you want. It's free. Well, it, I mean, it's going to cost whatever it costs your cell phone. Yeah. But it's no additional cost, and. Uh, that's one more time. That's 833-600-2428. 833-600-2428. Chat. Also, 
chat. Sorry, right. we, we didn't practice this plug oh, before. Fair enough. Um, but that is a number you can call and uh, and call us right up. Give us your opinions. We love hearing from you guys. As much as I want to uh, continue this plug, and I, I just want to make this request while I can because I was going to call in and I, I didn't have the time. Um, you didn't have the time? I didn't have the time, dude. It's, it's, been, a, it's been a wild weekend. All right. But, all right. Um, on behalf of your most vocal and most uh, boisterous fans, um, I just want to make this request. When are we going to get our Bionicle 2 Secrets of Metronui movie? The real questions. You Asking can, the real questions You here. can agree with me or disagree with me, but you have to admit, considering that the Bionicle fan base was devoted enough to send a how many pages was it eight page oh yeah it was long about your uh how you guys fucked up um arguable but yeah oh yeah. okay okay now fucked up but like well um, we did we got a lot of stuff wrong but right. we discovered it's because the lore for bionicle is it's outrageously vast. complex yeah, vast indeed and sometimes a little bit uh conflicting with itself so yeah it's a little conflicting we'll give you that much but or as, contra- yeah it's contradictory but a little bit but, but I, I agree with you. It is. It was one of our most well-received episodes. Uh, there is definitely a thriving Bionicle community that's that right. is still alive on Twitter. And I'm one of them. They have there are uh, dozens of us. Yes, th- there was. A, I listened to another podcast. They turned. They told us about this other podcast that does Bionicles. It's called Bed Bath and Bionicles. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty a perfect funny. Name. Yeah, no, it's great. It, it's one of those things where I never would have seen any of this stuff if we didn't have our own podcast, if yeah. we didn't do our own episode about Bionicles, uh, which was pretty cool. So yeah, I, I have no promises. Uh, to tell you the truth, tr- yeah. full transparency here, um, as, the only thing we've done is said we want to do it, but we haven't set a date or anything. At this point, we're still c- getting caught up from the move because Joey Fair and enough. I both did move not that long ago, and it kind of threw off our whole schedule. That's very fair. So we're, very we're, fair we're still figuring it out. The football season is starting again, dude. Like it's a, uh, it's a whole thing, but I'm glad you brought it up because this will bring it back to the forefront and maybe yes. we'll get it. Maybe we'll get that going pretty soon here. Cause, uh, the first movie was surprisingly good. Or yeah, dude. Surprisingly like, I know I've pitched it. Good. <laughs> I know I've pitched you before and I will, you know, um, the second one is much better. It's the best out of the trilogy, or at least the original three. Okay, uh, fair enough. Because we'll, I mean? uh, like the first one was good. That was their first go around, and then like now they have some experience with storytelling and like everything. Then they get to see them shine. Okay, so, well, uh, fair enough. Yes, that, I'm glad you brought that reminder up, and and hopefully uh, we can get that going again because I really did enjoy the experience of the first one. But yeah, don't coo it up. So. You've got an Instagram now, right? Yes. When, when did you get an Instagram? I actually had an Instagram for a while after uh, my cousin convinced me to get it because I was just outrageously behind on social media. Sure. And well, you're, you're not. You're you're a uh, you're definitely online, but you're more of a like. I'm like more like a lurker. A lurker. Because, yeah. And like also, I don't really like because I read a lot of comic books. So like, I'm talking like my comic book friends who also read comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But like, but no, it's just like a, the ecosystem of online consists of various, you know, content creators and also lurkers yeah. and people who are more inclined to go on something that's like more of a forum like Reddit versus something that's more social media like yeah. Instagram or Twitter. Because I used to Reddit used to be like my name, my main social media, but it's a completely different beast. Yeah, than something like animals. Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I will say that, like, I think I've been a lot more active on, like, the social media aspects lately just because I've been trying to, like, be more active. Oh, but, yeah. Well, um, so the reason I bring it up is because uh, you now have an Instagram. You mm-hmm. might scroll Instagram more frequently these days. Yes, I do. And you'll get exposed to Instagram ads. Uh, yeah. Well, sure. And, I mean, ads are on any platform, right? They got to monetize that stuff. And uh, one of the things that they have, at least that I've seen a lot of, is me undies ads. Did you see any of these? No, I can't say I've seen any of these. I've seen a lot of Victoria's Secret underwear ads. Okay, so. well, underwear, really, Victoria's Secret, they're marketing to you. Um, yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know why. Um, there's Victoria's <laughs> Secret, and then I also wait, see- Wait, wait, do they sell anything for men? Um, yeah, because like, I'll see like tools. They sell tools at Victoria's Secret? No, not like not Victoria's Secret ads, but like other ads I see. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about, you get ads for Victoria's Secret and for tools. Yeah, I get stuff for, like, I also get stuff for, like, Barnes & Noble. I also get stuff for... Uh, Dang, dude. Okay, I, I'm I starting to think the Instagram algorithm for advertising thinks that you are 
like this macho like man who's you're working with tools you're intelligent reading books and you're buying lingerie for like the lady the, the lady yeah, yeah totally the, sure the, the the hot mama you got in your life you understand know yeah you gotta... clearly <laughs> clearly my uh my hot wife that I totally do not have is getting just dressed in the best lingerie possible. Okay, but why not? but just to be clear, Victoria's Secret is not advertising like men's underwear to no, you, right? Absolutely not. That would they should really they're missing out on a whole market there. Well, if anything, <laughs> it's just like Would they, you wear underwear from Victoria's Secret? I mean like Dude, I would do it. I would do it. It would say juicy on my butt. <laughs> that's that's uh Victoria's Secret, right? Yeah, that's Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I got a juicy uh peach back there, dude. I can <laughs> yeah, I can rock not? that. I could rock it. Um, well, it's just like, if you're going in there to buy something for your, like, you know, your lady, why not like get stuff for you? You know what I mean? Have you, uh, have you been in Victoria's Secret? Yeah, of course I've been in Victoria's Secret. Well, of course. Like, what'd you do? Like you sneak in there to, to look at, uh, underwear when you're in middle school? No. And like, <laughs> and not looking at the eye candy around either. Um, dude. Yeah. Cause it's like, okay. Like, not that I, I don't go to the mall anymore because who, who goes to the freaking mall? Yeah. But well, okay. I don't want to diss people go to the mall, yeah. but like, it's so much easier to buy stuff online. Like, yes, personally, as a person who doesn't really enjoy shopping, I look at shopping as more of a chore. I don't go to the mall unless I absolutely have to. But as a kid, that used to be not only a place I just got taken by my parents because yes. I couldn't drive, but also it was a place that you went to get stuff or, mm-hmm. or hang out. Yeah. And walking by Victoria's Secret was always kind of awkward because you're a young prepubescent boy. You don't know anything about the female body. Yeah. Now you've got this 12 foot tall banner of a woman in underwear that's specifically designed to make her look more sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, dude. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? Uh, you just kind of like, do you, when you, when you're an eighth grade guy, Oh yeah. When okay. You're grade, when you're an yeah. eighth grade dude and you're walking past Victoria's Secret at the mall with your boys, What's the move? Are yeah. you going to pretend it's not there? You just kind of, I mean. Do you ignore me, it? Or do you, you make just, a big old deal about it? Do you nah. go like, oh, look at those mountains right there, dude. <laughs> look at those. No. Um, in my experience, we just kind of like, sometimes we like acknowledge it's like, oh, hey, we're like passing by Victoria's Secret, guys. <laughs> but like uh, most of the time. We that just sounds ignore. like an eighth grade exchange. Honestly. Yeah, it's like an eighth grade exchange. But most of the time we just ignore it because like we, none of us have ever had like the excuse to go in there or like maybe we just didn't have the balls to go in there. But, the like, balls. OK, but is it really <laughs> it sounds like something that you'd have to have the balls to do, but it also sounds like something. Who cares? Yeah, because like, like it, I remember. When well, you're going to walk by you're like, guys, I went into Victoria's Secret, totally got a boner, like <laughs> sick. Yeah, good sick, job bro. dude yeah you're such a you're like what a badass yeah dude what a cool guy i just it just as a eighth grader it made me feel uncomfortable i don't think anyone should take any action i'm just saying how i felt walking by victoria's secret i was like dang dude well it's like these large like big larger than life women with their like that that's out yeah dude. i like it's definitely different when like you're in eighth grade like a little punk and you're like oh yeah look at all the victoria babes it's so cool versus like uh, me and my senior year of college, I'm going to get lingerie for my, you know, at the time girlfriend. And it's just totally different because it's like, okay, I'm just here to do shopping. This so when you, so when you go in there, because here's the thing, I've never been inside of Victoria's Secret. I have. I know. You just, yeah. you just said that. <laughs> um, when you go in there, mm-hmm. do they see that you're a man and they're like, hey, can I help you? Is that like a... Um, Yes and no. Like the first time I went there, they did, and then the second time I went in there, they did. They recognized you from the first time. They I, were like, they "Oh, this have... guy's an expert." No, <laughs> couldn't you imagine if I'm the expert? No, um, I don't. I didn't recognize anyone there the second time I went, but the first time I went, um, I honestly wasn't like really because sh- I was trying to get a gift for my girlfriend at the time, and um, I guess I, I was kind of like the weird, you know, like like slightly overweight like weirdo kind of like looking at like you know the underwear it's like huh like what do i get um whereas totally innocent what do i get for my girlfriend because i want to like impress her with my like knowledge of i guess lingerie but i don't know anything because i'm a man and i you know i don't know like what do women like when they like you know want to get all like sexy that's what i'm saying dude that's what i'm saying and like the whole point of the trip was like let me get something like nice that's not like super expensive but also something that like she would like in the sense that, you know, that's not just like this is not like about me getting like her something that I want her to wear. It's just me getting her something that I would like, you know, like she would like to wear. Oh, of course. So um, the I'm first a- time I went in there, someone helped me out and um, and things were OK. And the second time um, 
And the second time, I naturally didn't get anything. But well, the second time, it, it just reminds around. me of the whole Michael Scott situation in The Office when he takes all of his female coworkers, or I guess subordinates, to Victoria's Secret. Do you remember this episode? Uh, it's, it's when they help him. Minute. It's it's when they help him realize he needs to leave Jan. It, it's not important, but in the episode, he talks about. W- lingerie and right. what he thinks a woman looks sexiest in okay uh, and he's like i think a woman looks her best when she's just totally naked <laughs> that's he prefers that to lingerie and to be honest dude i kind of tend to agree with michael yeah and it's not it's not that i think lingerie looks bad but i always wonder who designed lingerie because personally i'm not about like all the straps and stuff like where the you ever seen where like the stockings connect like to the rest of it with no, like I, I hooks and stuff? No, I've I've yeah, no, I've for seen me, it. I don't know, man. For me, it's fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm not looking at it in like, oh, this woman is suddenly not sexy. But I'm just like, who decided that that was what sexy is? You know? It's I mean, like it is sexy, but it's something I wouldn't do like on the norm. You know what I mean? Like that's not something I do like every day. Like having lingerie, like lingerie, <laughs> like in the e- like you know, like as far as like having your like you know girl every day at the though. Time, no, like have it. Like, Babe, like, I got you some lingerie. Yeah, like play, like you know, on the condition. <laughs> I, this <laughs> is yours on one condition. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to wear this every single day. <laughs> oh, you're so bad, but um. But no, that's like like lingerie is like a special occasion kind of thing. You know I mean, you just whip that out when like you're trying to be like either like romantic or like somebody's trying to like you know. Yeah, make I know, I know, I know. So, I know what lingerie is for. I but guess. Uh, but yeah, I also like will agree is that you know lingerie isn't needed. It's just like it's kind of like frosting on a cake. You know what I mean? It just makes everything a little better. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean, but like too much of it in excess will. Uh, to say the truth, dude. Um, whatever gets you off, you know, that's yeah, my vibe. Like, it's, if it, it's your thing, dude, whatever's right. going on in your bedroom, that's your thing. I'm just saying like the thing that, uh, Victoria's Secret has to do, or, or one of the things it has to do is kind of like pitch what is sexy. That's you know? true. And according to their calculations, it includes like all this extra frills and, uh, and stuff to attach to. Uh, but the reason I started talking about this, the reason we were getting this was, I came to a realization the other day yeah. is that dudes that dudes that uh, model underwear, they can't have too big of a package, dude. It's like a requirement for the job that you can't be packing like a oh, massive hog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like no, when you because because when me undies and whoever else is advertising loom, men's underwear. That's who I see. Yeah, sure. They can't have like when they're advertising, they have to have kind of like a neutral body. You know, yeah, and and one of the things Me Undies has actually done that people have applauded them for is they've gotten people with normal bodies to model their model their underwear. So it's not like a, someone with a eight pack, rock hard abs, right. you know, and athletic legs next to some bikini model like modeling the underwear. Of course, they yes. they look like normal people with more average builds and and, right. and weight and. Well, one of the things that they have to do is also have an average package. Can you imagine how offensive it would be if you were just scrolling through your Instagram account and there's this guy with the, just a hog that's like almost poking out the bottom of the, you know what I'm saying? You're like, it um, would totally distract from the product. Yeah, it would distract from the product. Like, it's just like, um, frame, like, it's not like that it's like showing, but it's just framed in that underwear. Yeah, you're perfectly. like, whoa, okay, like, I know you're trying to, like, show so, off the pattern of this underwear, and that's supposed to convince me to buy it, but I can't get by this, this freaking log <laughs> that is, that is stuffed in this man's pants. Yeah, no, I've definitely, like, now I see what you're, so, uh, so, you know, about. I don't know, it's like, a, like, I Fruit of the Loom ads, and I'm just like, wow, like, like, it's like, this is some great underwears, but like, <laughs> They're like, are you really like wow when you see Fruit of the Loom? No, like advertising. No, but like now that wow. I'm thinking about it, like okay, no, now this no. is underpants. No, because like now I'm thinking about it, it's like no, I never see like any like huge package when I'm you know when I like scroll past Fruit of the Loom like as. Can like, you imagine? Oh. <laughs> That'd just be hilarious. I, I think it would. Oh, that well, what I'm getting at is like in our society the way we've we've decided things go this is also going to like what's sexy or whatever it's like yeah bigger is better when it comes to your package dude <laughs> yeah well i think like... i found one exception to the rule <laughs> oh you want to be an underwear model Ooh, sorry too dude. Big. you're packing a little too much heat <laughs> 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 let's get uh let's get someone a little more average sized in here oh my god because you, you know imagine like cause, um, well because unlike victoria's secret me undies they're trying they're trying to skirt the like 
sexual implications, I think. Yes. I, well, maybe MeUndies is a little bit flirty with the way they advertise, but they're not trying to be like, this is about having sex the way that Victoria's yeah. Secret is. They're just trying to be like, hey, you want some comfy underwear that you feel confident and feel good? Right. Uh, that maybe like you and your partner can share. And uh, sorry, no hogs allowed. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Like, it's it a, is funny. It's I'll give you that. Different situation going on there. Okay. So one of the things that is... Uh, that I was doing this weekend was I was watching some soccer, as I do on the weekends on occasion. I was watching Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, which if you're a Premier League fan, you know that these are two of the less uh, prominent teams, two less important teams. So to catch a stream, I ended up watching a Saudi Arabian stream on BN Sports. Oh. Yes. And the broadcast was still in English. Like the commentators are still speaking okay. English. Everything on screen during the game was English, but the surrounding advertisements were not. And I don't know what language they speak in Saudi Arabia, uh, but whatever language it was, uh, was all over like the writing and stuff. So as soon as it went to commercial, I was like, oh, this is a different language. I wonder what their ads are going to be like. Because the way that soccer does advertisements, soccer is 45 minutes nonstop. Right. Then there's halftime. And then there's another 45 minutes nonstop, which is one of the more ideal setups for sports right. because it's less ads. It's not like football where you go to freaking ads every five seconds. Yeah. So I was watching this Saudi Arabian stream. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. And when it went to commercial, I was like, let me just see, stick around and see what these commercials are like. Okay. Because I've, I've watched other commercials for other like international streams. Like, for instance, Canada, I watched their ads, and they were like selling snowblowers, which right. I thought was funny. But honestly, their commercials, even though they had different companies, they were largely the same as the way we do it. It was like, right. hey, buy this thing. Hey, buy this thing. You know. All right. And the ads, they sucked. They weren't very entertaining. Sure. Just like ours suck. Sure. Don't ads suck. Most ads suck. Yes. All ads lie. All ads deceive. <laughs> they do. I, honestly, I'm not a big fan of ads. I mean, every time it goes to commercials, I'm like looking at my phone or something. Yeah. But this Saudi Arabian stream, it, the first thing that they started advertising was more entertaining stuff. They showed like these highlights from the FIBA World Cup. Like they started showing okay. basketball highlights. But instead of saying like, watch like basketball this team takes on this team because they're marketing to such a small audience in saudi arabia because it's basically recycled entertainment from other countries that they're trying to sell to a saudi arabian uh, sure or to audience right they're trying to sell to a saudi arabian audience all this international entertainment so they started showing uh, highlights from the from uh the teams that are playing in the fibo world cup right and it was like 30 seconds of just like basketball and music just no words just people playing basketball and looking really cool and playing music and at the end it was like basically in saudi arabian i assume they're like hey you liked that watch it on bn sports and then the next thing was a bunch of movies, American movies, okay. that had been translated into, again, the Saudi Arabian language. I wish I knew. Sure. Uh, but, sure. but it was like Men in Black, and it was all these other movies that had come out that you can now stream that they were advertising for on their show. Okay. And, it, and it was the ads weren't like, 1999 this and this and that. It was just showing the movie. And then they're saying, like, you can watch that on BN Sports. And I realize at this point that the audience that, they're at, that is watching Crystal Palace, Aston Villa, that live in Saudi Arabia, that audience is so small that they can't afford to lose you to boring advertising. They had to make everything really entertaining and watchable so that you'd stick around. Because the people that are watching, it's like 12 people watching probably. I don't yeah. know exactly how many. But you know what I'm saying? That right. stream is so specific. That they had to make all their ads actually good. So while I was watching, I was like, this is awesome. I'm just going to keep watching. Normally during halftime, I go get a snack or like oh, sure. I, I, I go do something else and then come back to the game. But in this case, I stuck around because it was actually dope. Uh, like the, I mean, it, it was interesting because the Men in Black one was uh, still in English. So okay. I assume you watch it with subtitles. But you know the little aliens from Men in Black? like the Yeah, like the worms or whatever. Yeah. Is that what they're called? I haven't seen the movie. but they. Wow, dude. I know, I know. Um, but those guys were speaking not English. Oh. I maybe like they're easier to dub to like speak whatever. Well, because they like, they have to like, speak like broken English or whatever. Because like, their whole thing is that they're like a, they're not like a Spanish stereotype, but like um, they speak like broken English. So like, you could like, 
you know, they speak alien. You could also like really dub it to where it's like whatever their language is. I know. So I think, I think they dubbed it so that they were speaking again, Saudi Arabian. I don't know what language they speak in Saudi Arabia. I'm sorry, but I think they dubbed it to be that language because I didn't, I was like, what the heck did they just say? Maybe I misheard it, but I think that would be pretty funny if you were watching an American film and they put like the guys who you can easily dub as your language. Why not? That wouldn't change anything. Um, But then they also had a show, a TV show that was actually dubbed. So it was like actors moving their lips, but the sound did not sync up with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but again, they just showed like a, like a two minute clip of this TV show just straight up. And then at the end they were like, watch this on BN, which is pretty cool. Or like rent it from BN. Yeah. Uh, I I guess like when you really have to like, you know, get your audience, you can't, you can't like, you know, bullshit around yeah it was awesome there was no halftime show no pundits no analysts talking about the game it was just a block of advertising but all the advertising itself was super entertaining and i loved it honestly i want to watch more international streams oh oh oh, the other thing they showed because bn does sports okay mostly or at least this channel does bn sports bn sports your sports here they had the they showed the highlights for the last three games of the african continental uh, soccer tournament okay so where all the countries compete against each other they showed highlights for that which took like five minutes Damn. like it was just like i'm watching soccer again but it's a, it's a commercial so i don't know i guess i just want to appreciate how awesome that was because normally commercials suck so bad i mean let's like the one time a year when commercials are like good and you want to watch commercials the super bowl <sighs> even the super bowl i feel like has dropped in quality like there's tons of commercials You're not like, wrong. like you know i i that's just how i feel recently but but I just, uh, I, I loved this halftime because they can't, they, here in America, we have shitty ads because we'll tolerate them. They work, you know, that's, it's the thing that we, the system has created and says, this is what's working. Boring, repetitive ads that just force the ideas into our brains because of repetition. Or we have like a uh, weird, loud salesman. Hi, Billy Mays here with the incredible, whatever the hell you're going to sell me. Oh, RIP. Do you yeah, feel like those guys are still around though? I feel like that's kind of a bygone era. That is kind of a bygone era, but um, there's like some people that still are like the Sham Wow guy. He still does like funny YouTube skits. Um, right but is he on tv anymore i no. think you know, the last time i saw somebody on tv maybe because the flex seal guy but oh, flex, yeah, the seal flex seal is also just like a, a big a big meme i wonder That's if the true. memes have helped it sell more um maybe i feel like it probably has a little bit probably um in the same sense like i watch another uh podcast the command or yeah i guess i watch it um it's called the command zone and they did an episode where they like really like analyzed one of the decks that they played with and because of it uh there's a certain card that's kind of like a key combo in the deck and that like price skyrocketed thanks to them oh nice so like there is a chance that you know the memes helped because and it was yeah like a no meme. memes are a big th- a big deal like for instance popeye's chicken recently oh my god yeah. that meme i mean i i that meme has straight up exploded well yeah and it's a meme oh, whether people believe it or not it's a meme and um like you you got to toe the line between keeping up with what's relevant and being a total sheep yeah. Because are you really going to go buy a chicken sandwich just because the internet told you to? Um, Not now. Not since it got became hot. I'm just saying. it's. I mean, it is a reason to go get some food. You heard about it on the internet. But at the same time, I always feel the urge to like resist the... the Ads like that. Yeah. Because yeah. people talked about how like the black community essentially gave away like millions of dollars in free advertising for Popeyes. Just Pretty because much. this meme came about how like that Popeye's chicken sandwich be hitting different, you know? Yeah. Versus the Chick-fil-A. Especially versus Chick-fil-A because people are like, when you think of a chicken sandwich, you think of Chick-fil-A. They've kind of, that's part of their identity as being the original chicken sandwich. And like, not for nothing, but I've even like seen like these, like this argument, Popeye's versus, you know, Chick-fil-A, like on the news. Like the meme is like, it's like the like most trending meme right now because it's like people are talking about it and that's literally free advertisement for both Chick-fil-A and Popeye's. It's true. It's true. Um, I still, <laughs> and people were showing like Popeye's having to become more like Chick-fil-A, having them take orders outside, like with the people who are already waiting in line, oh, you know, yeah. cause they do that at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is so popular. There are, you know, there are people, there are lines basically every time you go, you know, pretty much. Yeah. It's never empty. Um, and maybe Popeye's if it's got a not, taste if there's not like a line, then it's always packed. Did you see the, the reaction of people who were showing up to Popeye's and they were out of chicken? Oh no. But I, I like, I heard about it. I didn't see it, but like, I think it's so crazy how like a 
how does Popeyes run, out of, run out of chicken? That's everyone was saying. And then the last guy was like, they seem to be out of chicken. That's all right. I'll just order a pizza. It's no big deal. Like he was like, everyone else was like reacting so so like outrageously. And then this one guy's just so calm about it, and he's the last one they asked. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's an interesting little uh, thing going on with with Popeyes. Well, speaking of um, chicken, are you scared of the hurricane? <laughs> oh my god! I was like. The hardest segue. Um, I'm not really scared about Hurricane Dorian just because... Well, because as we speak, South Carolina has uh, announced mandatory evacuations from certain parts of the coast, and people are headed this direction. Yes. Um, I mean, if anything, that might like impact when I like leave here um, as far as your apartment, but... Um, and like I guess like the affable chat studio. I know, um, dude. Very nice be, studio. Next week we're gonna be recording from underwater since Ooh. the hurricane's gonna be. Yeah. I'll just be like. Bloop, 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 yeah, exactly. That'll be the whole podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Glub 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 glub. Um, no, I'm not like super worried about it just because I have to go to Greenville. Oh, um, which is like the opposite way. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm not like I'm not super worried about it. So as long as like, well, I mean, well, you've, I've been out of the state for two years. What's it been like with the hurricanes, dude? You guys have gotten a couple. Eh, I mean, we had like one, but then like, it just turned out to drizzle a little bit. Yeah. Like, I've that heard that it. too, but I've heard you know that I mean? like stuff gets shut down still. People oh, like, yeah, close no, businesses people, like, for the day cause they gotta make yeah, sure people, they don't like, get wrecked. Yeah. People like freak out. You know what I mean? Like people, uh, yeah, people like pan. Like I remember when the last like hurricane been through, it was like a category three and my mom like made me like secure all like the outside furniture down um we had to like uh put shit like in front of the doors um we almost like boarded up one of the windows Um, almost almost yeah we had to like unplug all of like the like expensive electronics in case there was like a power surge oh yeah um like i had to tell my brother to unplug like his tv and his xbox and like i had to make sure everything was like safe and that way uh we wouldn't be uh like you know, if like God forbid, like a power surge happened or like something exploded, then we'd be okay. Nothing, right. none of like the expensive a, things would be damaged. You should get a surge protector, dude. We do have surge protectors. We hey. still had to unplug them. Really? It was oh, that yeah. dangerous. Well, that's what like the news is saying is, is like you know, don't like you know, if you really want to keep your equipment safe, yeah, because you know, it's like a big hurricane, unplug it. Dang. Um, and they're like, even you, Cooch boy, we know you have a surge protector, but still unplug it. Oh, listen, they I said have like, that on the news. I have four surge protectors in my room. Dang. I don't let anything like be plugged into the wall unless it's on a surge protector. But like, I still had to unplug shit. So nice. Um, but so we did all this like hard work, right? And like, everyone was really serious. Like, oh, this is a serious hurricane. We need to prepare. It drizzled. Right. All day. And it was slightly windy. For like three days. I, I tell and people this it. all the time when I talk about extreme weather in South Carolina. I mean, not to say that extreme weather doesn't happen. It definitely does happen oh, here. But, we can tell you stories. But, especially with snow, I always tell people about all the days I missed in high school where it didn't even snow. Like, they would send us home and then there'd be nothing would even fall from the sky. But they would be like, just in case. Yeah. You know, can't deal with any sort of the, winter weather. Yeah, see, there's always the one chance. Because I remember like in middle school. Um, and I know I'm a year younger than you, so like I remember in eighth grade where there was like a big snowstorm, and we had snow on the ground for a couple of days. And, oh, like, oh yeah, I mean it, it did happen. Don't get me wrong. It happened. But the days but that I missed like, for not snow definitely were more than the days I missed for snow. Like there is just in South Carolina, we take precautions, and that's yeah, just, we take that's precautions because once in a while it actually does happen. Yes. And, like, that thousand year flood when we were in college. Yeah. That was crazy. That I, was crazy. We had multiple floods even. So. We did have multiple floods. And we got like stuck and like basically the only like ways we could go was from your apartment to my apartment. And that was pretty much it. Honestly, dude, the only ways we could go was from sobriety to complete and utter drunkenness because <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> we had nothing to do. There was, <laughs> oh yeah. No, well, there's nothing to do. We could only go to like your apartment, my apartment, which is basically like up the road. Um well, yeah, entire places were blocked off by yeah, lakes pretty, that had suddenly lakes. formed. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and like, we had, like, a gas station with, like, a McDonald's. So, like, if we needed food, like, you know. Did we go there? No. Because I don't think we, we didn't did. Need, yeah, because well, we got, prepped for it because we had a bunch of food in your apartment. Well, I thought those places would probably be closed, right? Since everything's underwater. I don't think they would have been open. Um, I, well, I don't know if they were open or not because we didn't go. Yeah. But, 
Um, but anyways, South Carolina uh, weather is pretty serious. So I, I hope you have a safe trip back after uh, after we close this thing up. Yeah. Uh, well, in fact, we're, we're coming up on an hour here. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and try to close this thing down. Okay. Um, so did you have anything you wanted to plug? I don't know if you. Um. Well, I guess. Uh, you know, I guess I'll make make one more case for it. Ben, you should go see Amazing Spider-Man. I'm not Amazing Spider-Man. You should go see Spider-Man Far From Home while you still can. Putting me on the spot on the podcast. Listen, Fair enough. Fair listen, enough. All I'm saying is that um, the future is very uncertain right now. I don't, I don't believe, I don't, I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't believe in Sony. I really don't. I don't believe Sony can give us a Spider-Man experience that we deserve. Wow. At this point, and I can't say anything because you haven't seen far from home yet and yeah no spoilers no spoilers you need to go watch it already because i think that so in the scheme of all things spider-man far from home is the end of phase three it is the epilogue for bruh um i thought thought the end of uh not infinity war of uh, endgame was the end of phase three nah dude there's one more movie just like ant-man was the epilogue for phase two after age of ultron they gotta listen. They gotta end it on a light note so you can like watch more movies. I can't like end the whole thing with Tony Stark uh, biting the dust. Right, right. So which they gotta give you which, by the way, is not a spoiler because at this point you Endgame. should know that. Yeah, if you have listen, if you haven't like watched Endgame already, there's something wrong. With well, you. if you haven't watched Endgame, you don't care. You know, yeah, it's like, like so it's fine. Yeah. Anyway, but, but you need to go watch Spider-Man Far From Home because it is it like it sets the tone for what comes next, and um, it's like. If you've like stuck along since Iron Man, you especially want to watch it. Yeah, because no, it kind of right. like it wraps it, up like certain character arcs, and now that like Sony has thrown a freaking wrench into everything, um, the future. I've heard of it. Yeah, dude. This save. Is, yeah. Um, you know what I'm referencing right now? Oh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're referencing. Um, yeah, but like even the actors are like really like kind of upset about it because i love working with tom holland the like current spider i think they'll fix it i don't think it's actually gonna happen i think that disney dude disney <laughs> literally owns everything yeah sony disney, like sony is just trying to get something that they know is super valuable because they're tiny compared to disney this is true but uh which is still crazy to think because sony is a huge company but like they're tiny compared to disney so they, they just got to get the worth out of spider-man that they want yeah, which we'll, I mean, we'll see. I just don't think that Sony alone can give us a good Spider-Man experience. And yeah, I, I have like movies to back that up. Well, sure. I agree. Um, but but at the same time, Disney doesn't need to be greedy here. Disney has everything. That's true. Okay, listen. Like they true. could just do it for like, let Sony take all of the proceeds that come from Spider-Man. Just keep well, them in were, the MCU. Okay. So here's the thing though. The last deal that's been working for five years was that Sony gets 95% of the proceeds from every Spider-Man movie they make. And then Disney gets like 5% of like total profit. And then for all the movies that Spider-Man appears in, Sony gets like a 2% cut or something like that. And it's not like profit. Wait, hold on. What's the 95% that they're getting before? From the Spider-Man movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And then all the movies that like Spider-Man appears in, uh-huh. they get like a, it's like a 2%, like not like a profit, but like a, like a royalties cut or okay. something like that. Okay. It's still like a, that a sounds pretty good to money. me. Yeah. So typically they what, get Sony one hundred percent or they just no, want Disney so, to stop using it. No. So Disney came to table. It's time to renegotiate. And I was like, okay, you know, it's clearly Spider-Man is making a lot of money. Um, oh, so Disney wanted a bigger piece of the pie. Yeah. So they said, let's just do whatever. Like we have like a Spider-Man, like in the movie. We'll do 50 50. Yeah, we'll do 50 50. And then if it's, um, you know, so supposedly it was just 50 50 for every movie that like Spider Man like is like starring in or 50 um, 50 per like Spider Man movie. And then you get like a like 40% cut of the other movies. And Sony said like no, they didn't even come back to the negotiating table. The fact that Sony did not offer a like counter offer is what's insulting. Okay. Um, cause like Sony could have easily been like, okay, like 50, 50 is a little too much and that's too greedy. But like, how do you feel about maybe like, you know, uh, 20%, 80%, you know what I mean? Um, and like, cause like, I know definitely, uh, Marvel and like Disney are willing to negotiate here. But the fact that like, cause Sony was like, we can either continue the deal that we have or we don't have the deal. Well, Sony needs to do what's best for them and That's let true. Disney keep Spider-Man because what? Yeah, <laughs> they it's, are not going to make a better movie. Listen, all I'm saying is that Venom could have been a far better movie if you included, 
you changed one thing about it. Could have been a far better movie. You changed, I'm sorry, not one thing, two, uh, technically one thing, but two things. <laughs> what? What is it? So when they find the Venom symbiote, they could have easily said they found the Venom symbiote in a church in New York City and they had brought it to there. Oh, so, so it had just left Spider-Man? So, so like um, for the viewers at home, uh, Venom's origin is that he's a symbiote that bonds with Spider-Man. He gets like all aggressive and dark or whatever. And then Spider-Man, like, discards the suit. If you've ever seen Spider-Man 3, you know, the basics are still there. But he, like, discards the suit. He leaves it in a church because sound is a weakness of the symbiote. So he uses, like, a church bell and, like, rips it off. The main, like, bad guy company, which I think is called the Life Foundation. Don't quote me. But um, they, like, find the symbiote, bring it to their location. That's when, like, Eddie Brock gets involved. And then, like, you can still have, like, the whole Venom movie. But per, like the origins of how venom is supposed to work would have been much better because then you could have had like the actual like venom look with the spider logo on it it would have just been like a cute tease for like fans who just know that like oh why was it like in a church in new york city well it's because spider-man like ripped it off if i was going to make the next spider-man movie um and if i was going to be like okay we're going to like tie in venom somehow into this universe the next movie would be not like an origin movie but like I would mix the Uncle Ben's like death storyline with the symbiote storyline of symbiote Spider-Man where like his first costume is the symbiote, you know what I mean, when he gets his powers and then uh, we have Uncle Ben's death and like he feels so guilty about it, he rips the symbiote off and like it puts the blame instead of like on Peter Parker, like letting the robber get away, like Peter does not like give a shit about saving anybody and he's only like going for profit because like the symbiote's affecting him. And that's how, like, and because, like, he doesn't care, Uncle Ben totally bites the dust, which he's going to bite the dust again, FYI, because they're going to do more spider Please don't show me Uncle Ben dying. <laughs> it's just it's just like Batman's Fair. parents. Yeah, well, we've uh, seen it enough. But... Well, yeah, exactly. We all know what it happened. I mean, that's what they did well with the new Spider-Man, was they didn't have to show us that. Yeah, so. because Spider-Man's, like, so, like, introduced. But anyway. But I think the um, fact that Venom even exists gives them something to work with. It does give them something. Because I would love to see Tom Holland... Uh, mixed with the Tom Hardy, uh, Tom Hardy Venom. I Which, think that could be kind of good. And yeah, maybe we'll say what could have been with the MCU, but at least we have that instead of them yeah, just starting from true. scratch. Because Tom Holland's great. Tom Holland is great. You know, we'll we'll have to see what happens, but I do think that while you still can, you should go see Spider-Man. You're right, Far From you're Home. right. And I'm going to- Just do- to close out phase three. Right. And then you can make the choice to be like, either I'm done with Marvel movies, I don't need any more, or um, you can be like, um, hey, this was a really, really good... Because, sp- like, I would say this is probably the best, if not the second best, Spider-Man movie ever made. I'll have to judge that for myself when I see it later today. Fair I'm going to go ahead and say it on the podcast, so I can't take it back. I'm going to go That's see right. it today so I can have my opinion on it. But, Fair um, enough. And as far as go- moving forward for the MCU, we'll just have to wait and see, dude. I'll have to wait because and see. I got to watch all this stuff, dude. That's true. I don't know. I, I, I do love the MCU. Maybe after I see Spider-Man, I'll be like, I have to stick around. But I also feel like I got to watch other stuff sometimes. Yeah, I will say, though. I've, been, like, I've given it over a decade of my life to the MCU. That's true. Um, I will say, though, like at this time uh, for the MCU, for like Phase 4, because they like announced all the movies, they're kind of like digging into the, like, the barrel for the other like Marvel characters. Especially with all like, um, and I guess like it's different. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm going to cut you off right there because right. before we start talking about the next era of the MCU, we need to end this podcast. Yeah, this has gone true. on all long right. enough. Fair enough. So thank you so much for joining me. Yes, thank uh, you for having me, Ben. It's very much appreciated. I love being here. I love being part of the podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Um, it means a lot, actually. So Cool. Well, I appreciate you being here. And uh, that's just going to do it for this episode of Apple Chat Off Script. So one more time, that phone number, you can call us up is 833-600-2428, 833-600-2428. Chat. chat yes that's right um also don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes or wherever you get your podcast we really are wherever you get your podcast yeah you can it's even on spotify just, soundcloud it's everywhere yeah you can even just google us uh please leave us a review on itunes that is a great way for us to reach a larger audience uh you can if you don't want to call our phone number you can also reach us on twitter at affable chat uh or you can send us an email affable chat at gmail.com we also have a YouTube channel. Just search Affable Chat on YouTube and it should bring us up. We talk about uh, all types of things on our YouTube channel, not just movies. Uh, There's and also that's... really funny skits. So, you know, you want to laugh, you can go there too. Uh, skits? 
not like skits, but like you guys do some funny stuff on your YouTube channel. Yeah, more like video essays, I Fair would enough. say, is what we're what we're going for um, as far as what we've made so far. Regardless, they're very enjoyable. You should go watch yeah, them. Yeah, hit that scrub scribe button and, uh, and ring that notification bell. Uh, so that's going to do it for this episode of Apple Chat. Uh, off script, once more, Cooch Boy, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, for Apple Chat, I'm Benjamin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Affable Chat. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. If you have a question, comment, or want to request something for us to talk about, you can reach us at our Twitter account, at Affable Chat, or our email, affablechat at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.